ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Suit to Sleep Stories. I'm so glad you are here on the 44th day of going through the Bible in a soft-spoken, whispered manner in a year. Welcome. Today we will be going through Exodus chapter 29, verse 10, through chapter 30, verse 21, the Gospel of Mark chapter 3, and then conclude with the eventide portion from God Calling Devotional. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Adonai Elohim, oh, thank you again, where we can be called a son of God. We are the sons and daughters of the Most High, El Elyon. We come to you like a child asking you and thanking you for giving us revelations of what you want us to learn. Oh, that we might know your son, Jesus. You know, Lord, John the Baptist shared in the book of John that I might know him. He was the cousin of Jesus. He was in the vicinity of Jesus for so many years and he did not know him. And we could be we can be on the benches of churches. We can be in the back, in the middle, in the front. We can even be on a worship team and not know you. That is my prayer, Lord, that we might know Jesus, that we might know you, Jesus. All things are in you. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for anointing this podcast. In Jesus' name, I pray. I thank you for blessing those listening, helping them dream big dreams. In Jesus' name I pray by the power of the sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Exodus chapter 29 verses 10 through 46. The sacrifices. Then you shall bring the bull before the tent of meeting, and Edon and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. You shall slaughter the bull before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. You shall take some of the blood of the bull and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger. And you shall pour out all the blood at the base of the altar. You shall take all the fat that covers the entrails and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them and offer them up in smoke on the altar. But the flesh of the bull and its hide and its refuse you shall burn with fire outside the camp. It is a sin offering. You shall also take the one ram, and Adon and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. And you shall slaughter the ram, and shall take its blood and sprinkle it around the altar. Then you shall cut the ram into its pieces, and wash its entrails and its legs, and put them with its pieces and its head. You shall offer up in smoke the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a soothing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Then you shall take the other ram, and Adon and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. You shall slaughter the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the lobe of Adon's right ear, and on the lobes of his sons' right ears, and on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet and sprinkle the rest of the blood around on the altar. Then 
You shall take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him. So he and his garments shall be consecrated as well as his sons and his sons' garments with him. You shall also take the fat from the ram and the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them and the right thigh, for it is a ram of ordination, and one cake of bread, and one cake of bread mixed with oil, and one wafer from the basket of unleavened bread, which is set before the Lord. And you shall put all these in the hands of Adon, and in the hands of his sons, and shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. You shall take them from their hands, and offer them up in smoke on the altar on the burnt offering for a soothing aroma before the Lord. On the altar, on the burnt offering for a soothing aroma before the Lord. It is an offering by fire to the Lord. Then you shall take the breast of Aaron's ram of ordination and wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion. You shall consecrate the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering which was waved and which was offered from the ram of ordination, from the one which was for Aaron and from the one which was for his sons. It shall be for Aaron and his sons as their portion forever from the sons of Israel. For it is a heave offering and it shall be a heave offering from the sons of Israel from the sacrifices of their peace offerings, even their heave offering to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall be for his sons after him, that in them they may be anointed and ordained. For seven days, the one of his sons who is priest in his stead shall put them on when he enters the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. Food of the Priests You shall take the ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. Adon and his sons shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Thus they shall eat those things by which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration. But a layman shall not eat them because they are holy. If any of the flesh of ordination or any of the bread remains until morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. Thus you shall do to Aaron and his sons, according to all that I have commanded you, you shall ordain them through seven days. Each day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering for atonement, and you shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to consecrate it. For seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. Then the altar shall be most holy, and Whatever touches the altar shall be holy. Now, this is what you shall offer on the altar. Two one-year-old lambs each day continuously. The one lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And there shall be one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with one-fourth of a hin of beaten oil, and one-fourth of a hin of wine for a drink offering with one lamb. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and shall offer with it the same grain offering and the same drink offering as in the morning for a soothing aroma, 
an offering by fire to the Lord. It shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the doorway of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. I will meet there with the sons of Israel, and it shall be consecrated by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also consecrate Aaron and his sons to minister as priests to me. I will dwell among the sons of Israel and will be their God. They shall know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Exodus chapter 30 verses 1 through 21 The Altar of incense. Moreover, you shall make an altar as a place for burning incense. You shall make it of acacia wood. Its length shall be a cubit, and its width a cubit. It shall be square, and its height shall be two cubits. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with pure gold, its top and its sides, all around and its horns, and you shall make a gold molding all around for it. You shall make two gold rings for it under its molding. You shall make them on its two side walls, on opposite sides, and they shall be holders for poles with which to carry it. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put this altar in front of the veil that is near the ark of the testimony in front of the mercy seat that is over the ark of the testimony, where I will meet with you. Adon shall burn fragrant incense on it. He shall burn it every morning when he trims the lamps. When Adon trims the lamps at twilight, he shall burn incense. There shall be perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. You shall not offer any strange incense on this altar, or burnt offering, or meal offering, and you shall not pour out a drink offering on it. Aaron shall make atonement on its horns once a year. He shall make atonement on it with the blood of the sin offering of atonement once a year throughout your generations. It is most holy to the Lord. The Lord also spoke to Moses, saying, when you take a census of the sons of Israel to number them, then each one of them shall give a ransom for himself to the Lord, when you number them, so that there will be no plague among them when you number them. This is what everyone who is numbered shall give, half a shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel is twenty geras, half a shekel, as a contribution to the Lord. Everyone who is numbered from twenty years old and over shall give the contribution to the Lord. The rich shall not pay more, and the poor shall not pay less than the half shekel when you give the contribution to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. You shall take the atonement money from the sons of Israel and shall give it for the service of the tent of meeting, that it may be a memorial for the sons of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, you shall also make a laver, or laver, of bronze, with its base of bronze, for washing, 
and you shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet from it. When they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water, so that they will not die. Or when they approach the altar to minister, by offering up in smoke a fire sacrifice to the Lord, so they shall wash their hands and their feet, so that they will not die, and it shall be a perpetual statute for them, for Adon and his descendants throughout their generations. The Gospel of Mark, Chapter 3 Jesus Heals on the Shabbat He entered again into his synagogue, and a man was there whose hand was withered. They were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Shabbat, so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. And he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. After looking around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians against him as to how they might destroy him. Jesus withdrew to the sea with his disciples, and a great multitude from Galilee followed, and also from Judea and from Jerusalem, and from Idumea, and beyond the Jordan, and the vicinity of Tyre and Sidon, or Sidon. A great number of people heard of all that he was doing and came to him, and he told his disciples that a boat should stand ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crowd him. For he had healed many, with the result that all those who had afflictions pressed around him in order to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, You are the Son of God! And he earnestly warned them not to tell who he was. The Twelve Are Chosen And he went up on the mountain and summoned those whom he himself wanted, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, so that they would be with him, and that he could send them out to preach and to have authority to cast out the demons. And he appointed the twelve, Simon or Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, or Kephas, and James, the son of Zebedee, and Johannes or John, the brother of James. To them he gave the name Boanerges, which means sons of thunder. And Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas and James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. And he came home and the crowd gathered again to such an extent that they could not even eat a meal. When his own people heard of this they went out to take custody of him for they were saying he has lost his senses. The scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He is possessed by Beelzebul, 
and he casts out the demons by the ruler of the demons. And he called them to himself and began speaking to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. If Satan is risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but he is finished. But no one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his property unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. Truly I say to you, all sins shall be forgiven the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they utter, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin, because they were saying, He has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers arrived, and standing outside they sent word to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers are outside looking for you. Answering them, he said, Who are my mother and my brothers? Looking about at those who were sitting around him, he said, Behold, my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. God Calling Eventide Day 44, February 13th Ever Secure Jesus said, Abide secure in my friendship. A friend who knows you through and through knows all your pitiful attempts at living for me your many and tragic failures, your childish misunderstanding of me and what I would do for you, your desire to serve me, your clinging to me in the dark hours of helplessness, your stumbling confidence in your efforts to walk alone. I know all. I have seen your persistent blindness to my guidance. I have seen how you obstruct the answers to your own prayers. I have noted your easy acquiescence to those forces that oppose my loving purposes. I know all this, and yet I say again, abide with me secure in my friendship. Okay, just going to recap. Exodus, uh, we read in Exodus chapter 29, the rest of chapter 29. The actual ordination, the ordination of Adon and his sons, how precious that was. Seven days of ordination. So just a couple days ago, we learned about the preparation of ordination. Now this is the actual ordination. And then in chapter 30, what stood out to me was when God said, doesn't matter whoever is rich, whoever is poor, they shall contribute exactly this which is half a shekel and I'm like wow if some think oh if you're more rich you should pay more and if you're poor you should pay less nope God says right here the rich shall not pay more and the poor shall not pay less than the half shekel and then verse 14 
He doesn't require everyone to give. He requires those who are 20 years old and over shall give the contribution to the Lord. And we learn about the different sacrifices, the fire offering, the sin offering, and the altar of incense, and washing of in the laver, the washing where Aaron and his sons have to wash Aaron, the high priest that year, has to wash before he can minister as an atonement for the sins of Israel to the Lord. And today, that's what we do. We wash with the word of God. God says in the New Testament, renew your mind with my word. My word washes you. And it all comes from this. It all comes from this that was set up as a statute by God thousands of years before in the Mosaic time period. And just to recap, Mark, chapter 3, that is my prayer, that God calls me his sister, that Jesus calls me his sister, for I want to do, and I pray that I do the will of God. And also talks about the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, that there's an unpardonable sin. He said, you can blaspheme the Father, you can blaspheme the Son, but you cannot blaspheme the Holy Spirit and be forgiven. And then, this just really stood out to me right here. Jesus earnestly warned the demons not to tell who he was. They knew who he was. And the Pharisees and scribes denied it. The demons knew. You are the Son of God. And he earnestly warned them not to tell who he was. God's timing is always perfect. And sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved please Lord Jesus come into my heart please be my Lord and my Savior I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now. I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. 
Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in Him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to Him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.